So this weekend, I went to the grocery store mm-hmm. and was picking up lunch. Sure. Kayla was not here. Uh, her and Cora were at a park. And while I was at the grocery store, I was picking up some things that I needed to cook my Memorial Day uh, lunch. Okay. And I grabbed a like pre-made chicken salad sandwich. Uh, it was delightful. It was delicious. Bold choice. Bold choice. Uh, I also grabbed a glass bottle of Fago Rock and Rye. <laughs> which, mm, my God. So good. So good. Uh, hey, Jared. Yeah. Did, did you know that a glass bottle of Fago Rock and Rye has 86% of your daily sugar? Oh. Oh, damn. There's so much sugar in that. <laughs> that is a lot of sugar. 86% of your... Uh, now, there's two things at, fa- at work there. One, you're not supposed to have a lot of sugar in your daily diet. That's like not... It's not yeah. supposed to happen. But two, damn. That's a lot of sugar. I don't think I ever hit 86% on a normal day. You don't think you ingest 86% of your normal sugars? I don't think so. Joe, I had like four Oreos today, and that's 86% of my sugar right there. <laughs> well, you know what? Didn't think about cookies. I never factor in cookies into Co- my sugar intake. What about ice cream? I don't eat ice cream every day. Joe, do you guys... Now, this is a little bit of a leading question. Um, do you guys check your ingredients on your food? Mm, it depends. So Katie is obviously very into that. That's like a big, big thing for her. Um Look at your peanut butter next time. My peanut butter is normally uh, organic, natural, just peanuts and salt and water. Okay. All right. That's good. The number, even in Whole Foods, the number of peanut butters we have to check to get one without added sugar in it is nutty. No pun intended. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I tell you what, it's a, that's a hell of a amount of sugar. It's so much sugar. Hey. Good for you. Try not to give Ben sugar because we try. It's rough. <laughs> it does not work, but we try. Yeah, we did not do that at all. We just said, yeah, you can have all the sugar you want. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Salt and sugar were the two things we try. We try and limit. Uh, obviously, there's no way in our society, in our world that we could ever eliminate salt right. and sugar. Um, but those are the two things, like when we read ingredients and stuff like that, we look for not added salt and not added sugar. Well, I guess oh. don't ever give Ben a rock and rye. The moral of the story. One day he's going to have his first soda and it's going to change his life. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have lost Just him then. Going to blow his mind. He's going to get everything at once. Caffeine, <laughs> sugar, and fizzy drinks all at the same time. He can have as much caffeine as he wants. You're talking to the number one coffee addict in the world right here. I have no qualms with caffeine. Um, so he can have as much caffeine as he wants as long as he drinks his coffee black. That's it. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez. With me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I am a... I'm a little, I'm a little tired from a long weekend. You ever, yeah. You ever have that? Like, I feel that. Oh, I feel it. I, it was a glorious weekend. Great I weekend. started a new job last week. We talked about it. I got two yeah. days off in my first week and a half of work. 
It's ridiculous. I had like I had a paycheck and I hadn't even worked a full week yet. My God. Jealous. So, I, I tell you what, I timed this up perfectly. I did not uh did not plan this did. out, but they gave us they gave us an extra day on Friday, and then Monday obviously was Memorial Day. Um yeah. so I uh Friday I, I it was just you know what? It was it was a good weekend overall. I won't jump into it too quick, but it was a good long weekend. So Joe, how are you? Yeah. How are you feeling? Good. I'm also tired. Uh just from yeah, a busy weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh Jason got up at five this morning. Cora got up at oh, yeah. six. So oh, yeah. or like six fifteen. So uh overall tired, but a good tired for the most part. Uh but yeah, it was a it was a great weekend. Uh big weekend for TV. Yeah, for TV it was huge. Yeah, before we jump into our actual weekend. Sure, sure. Do you watch Kenobi? I watch Kenobi. I actually, uh, my so my brother was in town this weekend, and he's just as big of a Star Wars fan as I am. Some would argue even bigger. Um, and he was gone visiting his grandparents that are around here um, while I was at home with Ben, and I started watching it. Uh, without even thinking mm. that like he was visiting and he would want to watch it. And I was just like, oh, yeah. Katie's not here. I can watch my show. Uh, and then I couldn't finish it because of kids and all that stuff, of course. Right. Uh, and then he got home. I was like, oh, yeah, I can finish Kenobi. He goes, what do you mean finish? <laughs> like, all right. So I rewatched it. I rewatched the first episode. And then we watched the second one together. Okay. Okay, good. Good. It's a great show. I'm it's very great. excited for it. Yeah. I there's a lot of good things. We're not going to talk about it now. Too many things and spoilers, and we'll do probably a whole dad talk on on just the Kenobi series and how it plays in the bigger Star Wars universe. But um, great show. I will if you are thinking that hey, I like Star Wars. Um, maybe read a couple of reviews to see if it's for you because it's. It's gonna be a little emotionally tough. Not mm. just with the topic we're gonna talk about today, but like Yeah. It like overall it's going to be a little emotionally tough, uh, I think, because they're aiming to make this series like Logan, uh the 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 Marvel movie Logan. So um yeah. just maybe read a couple of reviews and, and get a feel for maybe if you wanna watch it or not. I think it's gonna be amazing. I think it's gonna be absolutely great yeah. i also think it's very much aimed for hardcore fans so if you're yeah. a casual oh, fan you yeah. may not like it yeah absolutely uh and then pivot stranger things came out amazing it's yeah. great it's is it too spooky for you it's getting there there so <laughs> oh, this is what i'll say so we're three episodes in in typical stranger things fashion this is not a spoiler you don't figure out what's really going on until the end of the second episode. Yeah. The first two episodes before you figure out what's going on, it is high shock value. They went all drove the green high shock value on this one. Like, yeah, it, it really, it gets you out of your seat. So was I scared? No. Was I like taken aback? Like, yeah, it's a little yeah. disturbing, Joe. It's a little disturbing. It is. Uh, now that I've, now that I figured it out and kind of like, now that they've given you all the pieces that you can figure out what's going on, it's not scary. Now it's back to interesting again. Yeah. Okay, good. It also reminds me that there is this show people forget is a high school drama with 
horror elements mixed in. Right. I very much dislike the high school drama parts. Yeah. It just, yeah, there's nothing for me. There's nothing for me there. Like I, I do not care about the relationships. I don't care. Like I don't care about who's dating who and who's mad at who and who's in whose friend group. Like I don't get it. Yeah. So, um, loved it. It's great. We finished it this weekend. Uh, we'll finish it. It's great. Uh, I I would have finished it, but I gotta, I gotta record a podcast (laughs) for the people, Joe. And this podcast, it got us again. Got us again. Got us again. Um, Okay, so how was your weekend, the rest of the weekend? What else did you do? Anything yes. exciting? So it was great. You know, my brother was in town, which was awesome. Uh, so Friday, hung out with Ben most of the day. Then we just uh, chilled, relaxed, had some... Oh, Friday night, actually. Um, Dave, friend, uh, Dave, came yeah. into town. And friend of the podcast, Kevin, met us out. And uh, so we went out to Ferndale Project. On, yes, it was great. Uh, so we went out to our local brewery uh, on Friday night. It was awesome. Very good. Good drinks. Good food. Good time. Ben is in this massive toddler phase where he will not sit down. He just won't. Yeah. When we're at a restaurant, he just won't sit down when we're, um, but luckily this brewery has a little kid area. Uh, so there was another little kid there. Uh, so Ben got to play up and down there. I chased him around a lot. I'm very tired from that. Um, but luckily, (laughs) uh, once this other little kid showed up, Ben played with that little kid for a while. Um, Yeah, it was great. And then Katie took him home to do bedtime and I stayed and hung out nice. with the boys for a little bit longer, uh, which was fun. So we did that on Friday. And then Saturday, what did we do? Oh, uh, my brother and I got up and golfed on Saturday, uh, which was a blast. Okay. So we golfed Saturday morning, hung out Saturday afternoon, did family stuff, hung out around the place. Um, and then Sunday. So my brother was supposed to fly out Sunday morning. Uh, and actually got his flight changed to Monday because when he booked it, he didn't realize it was Memorial Day weekend. So yeah, uh, he just got it. He got it moved to Monday, which was great. So we stayed an extra day. So we did a lot more hanging out, spending time together, um, mainly just being outside. It was a gorgeous weekend yeah, all weekend. So nice. Oh, amazing! Like gorgeous weekend. Uh, and actually, it wasn't even that hot until today. Like t- yesterday, yesterday later, and today. Yesterday was pretty hot. Yeah. Yesterday was pretty hot. Uh, and today they the were the hot days, but like. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, very nice, very, very gorgeous. like almost perfect. Yep. Um, so we just hung out, did family stuff, and then yesterday I took him. Oh, and then Sunday night, uh, other friend of the podcast, Luke, it was his birthday, so right, we met out you and I, and then Kevin and Luke and a couple of their friends, uh, and the wives. We all, uh, minus my wife, who stayed home to put my son yeah, to bed because, well, he goes, he was asleep by six fifty-five today, Joe. Wow. And we'll Cora sleep. woke up for a nap a half an hour ago. Oh my God, Joseph. I know. <laughs> Joseph. Ben'll sleep. He was asleep at six fifty five. He'll sleep until six o'clock tomorrow. Insane. It's great. Uh, I, I, I'm jealous. I tell you what, it was a long road to get here. It was a long yeah. road to get here. So um, Yeah. Anyway, so uh katie was home putting him sleep but we hung out did the same thing same brewery uh, i was there twice yeah. this weekend they got plenty of money from me but i got one of my <laughs> got one of my free drinks so i made a little bit of it back so good um so yeah that was good and then that was last night and then yesterday uh morning took my brother home um and uh or took him to the airport so he could go home and then we literally just hung out around the house because it was hot yeah it was not nice so we hung out in the yeah, basement cleaned the basement 
picked up the stuff, let Ben play with his toys. Harry Potter was on all weekend, of course it was, because it's of course it was. Uh, (laughs) So we had that on for a lot, and then uh, yeah, so that was it was good. Just hung out in the air conditioning yesterday because it was hot. Okay. Good, good. Uh, Crimes of Dumbledore just came out on HBO Max, or not Crimes of Dumbledore. Oh boy, oh I'm so tired. Yes, Secrets of (laughs) Secret of Dumbledore came out on HBO Max yesterday. Have you guys watched it yet? Joe, we can't even finish Stranger Things. <laughs> um, we have not watched it. I will. It's more of a burden because we have to watch it, right? Yeah. This is not something It sounds very like first world problems to say this, but we don't want to watch this. It's not like, oh, I want to sit down and watch Crimes of Grindel or uh, Secrets of, of Dumbledore, right? I, I don't want to watch it, but. It has been ingrained in Katie and I's personality. We have to watch it. We got to know what yeah. happens. We have to know what how they wrap this whole terrible trilogy up, even though the first movie was good and the second movie was still actually pretty decent. Yeah. Um, but uh, we got to see how they wrap this up. It's not it's not going to be any good. Hey, but there's five movies. You know that they canceled the last two, I think. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I just saw something where they're not doing another one. I think I would have heard about this. Are you, we're putting your movie knowledge versus my Potter knowledge uh, to the test here. Yeah. I am pretty we'll, sure they're not doing the last two. I don't know, man. Well, we'll figure that out eventually. Um, but yeah, they, uh, it's coming out, or that just came out. I started it, and then I had to turn it off because Cora wanted to watch TV. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, good. That's that's great. Yeah. It's a great weekend. It's a good weekend. How about you? What'd you guys do? Busy, man. It was yeah. super busy, but it was really good. It was nice to be busy. Friday night after work, um, my mom was watching my kids, and uh, and I was like, let's text Kayla something. And she said, I want to go. There's a new place that just opened up in Tecumseh called The Vault, which is like a sweet shop. They do like old school sodas, ice cream. Um, And it was a store that was there when we were growing up, but it's completely revamped, remodernized. Um, It was uh, an ice cream shop. Then it got repurchased by actually somebody that I graduated with and changed it into this vault. Um, Kayla's like, let's go there. You know, at some point tonight, I was like, okay, cool. Maybe I said, I want to grab some beer anyway let's go to the brewery in Tecumseh and have dinner and then go do that so Friday night the four of us went we had dinner at the brewery it was very busy and then we went to the vault and got some sweets and then went home and uh, I stopped by the gas station to pick up I was like I just want a few more drinks like watch Stranger Things tonight anyway let's just have a couple drinks so I got Halo okay. like gas station wine and me three tall boys uh what (laughs) what yeah but two of them were seltzer tall boys one of them was uh the high life and uh all right okay yeah and then the kids crash at like 8 30 and we watched stranger things and it was great we watched stranger things like midnight and that was only through the third episode uh wow yeah so that was great friday saturday we got up and we went to brunch, mm-hmm. which is great. Saturday night, um, 
think we really did too much that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, watch more Stranger Things is what we did Saturday night. Nice. Um, and then Sunday, Kayla and Cora got up and they went to a park slash splash pad up okay. in Canton about an hour away. So it was me and the boy. And I got nap trapped under him by accident. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, it got to the point where it was like he was under me for like an or on me for like an hour and fifteen minutes. I was like, I can't move. Move, he wakes up. Joe, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is your closest splash pad to your house an hour away? No, there's one in Tecumseh, but it's really tiny. It's okay. really, really tiny. Right. It's not like like I don't even know. It it's 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 very small, but there, the one that they went to was decent size. There are some times where i have to check and understand just how small clinton is as as a city (laughs) because like we're getting two or three splash pads installed in our city alone like two or three like in the parks and so i had to check and be like is that i didn't know that was like a big city thing that like yeah uh so i just definitely not a village thing no um they did that i had the boy um and then yeah after that afternoon my mom came over again Mm -hmm. and watched our kids while we went up for luke's birthday which was nice to get away from the kids it's nice to have a break every once in a while and again ate dinner had some beers up there which was really great and came home and then finished stranger things uh then yesterday i told my niece taylor she needed her tire to get looked at it was leaking air i said come over i'll cook you lunch i'll look at your tire uh, and I asked my mom, Mom, do you want to come over and have lunch? So Mom came over again, which is great. She's retired, so like, yeah, she can just talk about this hang last out. few weeks. We've, I've seen my mom so much this last week. It's great. Uh, I cooked some carne asada, which kicked ass. Nice. Get some tacos. Uh, yeah, then, then yesterday, oh, and then I took off my niece's tire and found the holes that it was leaking from and <laughs> took it to Kayla's dad's house and and showed him, and he's like, these aren't holes. He's like, these are like, it's in a tear in the tire that hasn't yeah. completely ripped yet. Uh, so we're on borrowed time with this tire until we get a new one. Mm-hmm. Should be here like tomorrow. Uh, you gonna install the tire yourself? Uh, Kayla's dad will help me. Yeah, he's got oh, wow. a whole mechanism to pop the old tire off of the rim and put a new one on and and get it balanced and all that. So. There's a DIY continuum out there, okay, where costs to effectiveness of DIY. And I found out recently because we got a flat tire uh, and I took it to get the tire yeah. fixed at Bell Tire. And it was $20 for Bell Tire to fix that flat tire. And I was like, oh, really? I am never like that is so below the cost to trouble DIY. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm absolutely going to do that every time. I'm like, so. They I, uh, just put a plug in it. Uh, yeah, they just uh, they took it off, plugged it up, put it back on. Probably with a kit that costs like five dollars. Yeah, literally. They're just <laughs> and you know what? For them too, it's a volume thing, right? They just they get it in, they pop it on, they they do so many tires daily that like, yeah, it it costs them nothing to do it. It's all pure profit profit because they're paying the mechanic yeah. to be there anyway, right? So like, right, might as well give them something to do. Oh, that's crazy! Twenty bucks. Yeah. Uh, good. That's neat. Joe, I totally, now that we're talking about cars, let's just like transition and call this like a gearhead segment. Cause I totally yeah. forgot that, uh, we had to work on Katie's car on Saturday after or Saturday night. 
So we went up yeah. to uh, Tom and Tom and Jen's house for a little uh, little cookout dinner. Um, and Katie's car had been making a weird noise all week. And so when I got home from golf on Saturday, um, I was pretty sure it was a belt. So I popped it open. You can see right there the little crack in the serpentine belt. Um, yeah. And Joe, let me tell you something. This this probably won't make a lot of sense for people that don't know cars or work on cars at all. But uh, at some point, there are some engines that are forward facing. There are some yes. engines that are sideways facing. Yes. I, I have changed the belt on my Jeep. My Jeep is like doing Legos for adults. I mean, it is okay. everything's right in front of you. It's easy to pull things off and put oh, things back nice. on. Like, and it's a big car, right? So there's a ton of space to like work in. And right. Katie drives a Dodge Journey. It is a sideways engine. Mm-hmm. It is behind the wheel well to get yeah. to the serpentine belt. Yeah, baby, minus two. It's terrible. So, it is absolutely awful. We we could not physically get to the tensioner because yeah. it was so like it they made a special tool for these things that you have to use to get to the tensioner. Uh so we brute forced it. Yeah. And we it just sucks. brute forced it to get it on and get it off. And it was some of the worst car working on experience. Like Tom was fuming out the ears working oh, on this. Like it's so yeah. frustrating. Um, Bad. Yeah. And then, so we did that and it took us like an hour and a half to do, to just to work this belt on and off. It was just the worst. Not only that, it's a serpentine belt. So yes. like, it's not just a straight up and down system. It's, it's with, like got five different gears that you got to go around and mm-hmm. pull, like, not pulleys, but uh, um, whatever you want to call them. And, they're a pain when so my car that happened to my car i took it over to joe this was a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and he did the same thing he's like oh, it's on the left side and uh he tried to do it and he's like he spent so much time and he could not get it and at one point he got it on and then it popped off oh. he eventually eventually took my tire off to get to it yeah uh and was- when he did that he actually realized that my tire was ripped on the inside and was about to like explode. So like that caused me to get a new tire, but uh, we couldn't do it without taking the tire off. We, there would, there would have been, I pulled up a YouTube video to start off, like, cause every car is different. Uh, and the yeah. first thing they're like, there is a panel behind the tire. You have to take the tire off and then take the panel yeah. off just to get to the belt. Like there's no other way yeah. around it. I was like, this is the dumbest design I've ever like experienced. Um, but luckily, on that same side that we had to take off was also the fuel filter and the spot, so we changed the oil for her car right there, too. So oh, nice. Um, cool. But after spending an hour and a half changing a belt, changing oil after that was just pure frustration because you're like, I don't even want to... Really? Well, you, you just don't even want to be there anymore. You're just like, I just want to be done, but yeah. I already have the tire off and the stuff's right here, so I might as well take the five minutes it takes to change oil and be done with yeah. it. Yeah. So while we're talking about this car tool situation, did you take advantage of the Ryobi days deals? I did not. I realized um, that over the last like year and a half, I have been asking for craftsman tools. Uh, I do have a Ryobi weed whipper and blower set, um, but I have two craftsman drills and four craftsman batteries and my drill bits are craftsman. My, uh like screw heads are all craftsmen my nut bolts are all craftsmen so i uh i am not a ryobi boy through and through just on my lawn tools yeah get that how about you 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I did I did the hundred dollar deal, which gets you two batteries and some of the smaller hand tools. All right. If you did two hundred dollars, you got three batteries and like the weed whipper, uh, leaf blower, and you know some of the bigger tools. Um, I got two batteries and an impact wrench. Ooh, an to... impact wrench is a good buy. Yeah, especially since now that I'm working on brakes and tires mm-hmm. and oil and stuff on you know my fa- everybody in my family's yep. cars. I was like, this is, I'm just going to get it. I'm just going to get it. It's going to help take these tires off. I'm going to feel like a NASCAR pitsman. Yep. I'm going to be honest. Uh, and I know Jen listens and Tom probably doesn't, but I feel bad. But Tom has the easy jack and an impact wrench. And without yeah. that, I'm hand cranking these cars up and hand cranking the wheels off just to do f- brakes. Like, no way. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm going to take it to Tom's house and I'm going to borrow the easy jack and I'm going to use the impact <laughs> wrench and it's going to literally, it cuts your time in half. Like taking yeah. off a tire can go from a f- 10, 15 minute job to a five minute job yeah. with just those two oh, absolutely. tools. Absolutely. So I'm super excited to get it. I got my batteries today. I get the wrench, I think tomorrow. That's good. So. That's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to change your stoked. life, Joe. No, I'm sad I wasn't here yesterday when I needed it. But that's all right. Next time. Next see? time. I might I might just take a tire off just to see. Just have fun with it. Just take the tire off, put the tire back on. Who knows? <laughs> take two minutes. It'll be easy. Yeah. Um tools, man. I love it. I love, love it. I think uh I I really did come to like So the other thing I did this weekend, Ben had a little water table that my mom got him, which is like um basically like a plastic I don't know how to describe it, like a plastic basin and then a little plastic like roof over top that all has holes. So like water goes in the basin, he can pour it on top and it drains down like, right. Um, And so Katie had put together most of it, but you need to screw it all together. So it stops coming apart. Um, Right. So I, I screwed it all together and I used my, 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 uh, I always call it a drill. You call it a, like a, power screwdriver i guess technically what it's called it's a drill i call it a drill yeah it's it's a drill without a drill bit on it's a drill with a phillips head like on it yeah um and i screwed it all together like that took me like five seconds to to screw it all together with my with that and i was like why did i ever use uh like screwdrivers to do this before whatever use a screwdriver before i just have this with the bit on it i'll just use this yeah it's a thousand times easier amazing you could you could find bits for everything you find like allen wrench bits i know it whip out ikea furniture like nothing Ooh, actually that's a really good idea to find those allen wrench bits i don't i don't think i even realized you could find those i don't have those yeah oh, yeah man go yeah. get them here's what the, are you doing here's something i need i need magnetic bit tips that's oh, my yeah, next yeah, yeah. my next set of bits i need the magnetic tips on them because that's super frustrating when you're trying to uh when you're trying to drill in like these screws and they slip because they're not like fully magnetized to your yeah. to your bit that's what i need now we're now we're getting to real dad stuff <laughs> one one quick story on this on this topic before we transition to yeah. our to our serious topic um a couple weekends ago uh i talked about how uh derosia and tom and i did a little man weekend went up north and hung out yeah derosia tried to claim that he was a young man DeRosa is your age and he's one he's month older than he's I He's one am. month older than you. He is two years older than me. Uh, yeah. And he tried to claim that he was a young man still. 
And so I have called him out. I've seen him move. I, I have called him out on all the old man stuff. Like we were sitting on the back porch and he made a comment about the birds passing by. And I looked at him, I was like, is this young guy shit we're doing right now? Talking about the birds on the back porch. <laughs> uh, and I just would like to point out retroactively that yes, this past conversation about magnetic drill bits and using power tools is not young guy shit. This is, this is old man shit, but it's, it's some of the best stuff. Yeah. Oh, I do love a good tool. I know it. I, I will say I'm very happy with my craftsman tools. I don't know what it oh, is, yeah. but the battery, like, it slides in the bottom, not, or I'm sorry, slides forward on the bottom, not like in out. And for some reason that okay. just gives it a, a better sense of, uh, of like <laughs> a finesse to it, Joe. That's all I can say. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I'll let you know how Ryobi's hand tools go. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, well, Jared, we want to transition now. Yeah, I think we should. So, a little disclaimer on the front end. Uh, obviously, this is a very sensitive topic. Um, Joe and I are going to stay away from all most of the sensitive parts of the topic uh, and talk about really how. Um, so we're going to talk about school shootings. Um, we're going to talk about how they affect us and how us as parents of young children have to look at these and. Uh, how we would feel as parents, how we do feel as parents, not of the victims. And, and just, we're going to have the conversation around it mainly for therapy for Joe and I, uh, we talk a lot about how this podcast, uh, if at the end of the day, it's just Joe and I getting our feelings out, then it's a good thing. This is one of those moments. We're just going to talk about our feelings about this, uh, what it's caused us to think about how it affects our lives and, and li the lives of our children and what they might go through. Um, so this is going to be a sensitive topic. We understand if this is not something that you want to participate in. Uh, it's why we wanted to do a normal intro while we want to do a regular one. So if you did want to listen to just the intro and not this last part, we understand. But, uh, this next part is going to be, uh, Joe and I talking about, uh, about school shootings. Yeah. Um, and this stemmed last Monday, uh, the shooting in Uvalde happened uh, in Uvalde, Texas, which shootings seem to be more normal than not nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, it's a sad thing to say. Um, and last Monday we recorded and, you know, we didn't touch on it. Uh, Cause I mean, it happened, but I don't think it really set it. I mean, it set in, but it didn't really set in. I feel like as heavy as it has since then. Agreed. Um, I also wanted a lot of like more time to think about it. Not, yeah. That I needed more time to have emotions. I think I immediately had emotions. We, uh, Joe, I just told you this before we started recording, but uh, we were watching the news when the number changed from one person dead to 21 people dead. Uh, really? And when that happened, like Katie looked at me right in the eyes and said, maybe we do do homeschooling, you know, like, yeah, maybe this is the path. And, and the emotions were real immediately, but the, the gravity of, it's not just this one, and I think that's the worst part, right? Yeah. This is a tragedy. Tragedies happen, unfortunately, frequently in this world because we're 9, mil 9 billion people, and it's just going to happen. But this is so personal for us. I, I, I just wanted a little bit of more time to, to process. Yeah, and um, absolutely, it's... 
Kayla kind of said the same thing too. Um, don't think I want to send the kids to school. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Um, I want to start this off. Well, we've already started off by saying, you know, we are the generation of school shootings and bombings. We just are. And that's, it, you know, Columbine, they happened before Columbine, but, you know, and once Columbine happened in 99, I think, mm -hmm. um, that kind of became our, you know, who we were and defined by almost. Um, you know, at that point, it kicked off the uh, shooting drills in school, the bomb threat drills in school, mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. Did you guys ever have a legitimate threat? growing up uh yes we had so i don't remember what spurred it but whenever there is a shooting or anything like this or a bombing there tends to be more copycats and threats shortly after yeah i mean we can look oxford just recently oxford high school yeah. which was very very close to us um they were catching copycats for like a month and a half yeah absolutely so something happened nationally and I think it was maybe my sophomore or junior year, we had a bomb threat. Um, and it was very serious. The school took it really, really serious. And then we also had a, a, uh, a shooter threat, a gunman threat um, shortly after that, like within, I think, a couple weeks of each other. Oh, wow. Um, and it's terrifying. Like, it's absolutely terrifying to be in that. Have you had any calls like that we had i i can't remember exactly i a lot of high school was a blur for me but uh there was a bomb threat but it wasn't a serious one enough that like they evacuated the school or anything like that um yeah but there definitely was uh ones like in and out that hey this is this is happening or there's ones here or things like that we also frequently had dogs searching our uh school okay um gotcha. granted most of the time they found drugs but I, i'm fairly certain they were not just there to find drugs okay um we definitely had dogs in our school before too and that's also scary to see mm -hmm. um so my mom actually told me this story yesterday and i don't remember this at all she said when i was she thinks a freshman or sophomore we had um a very serious shooting drill at school that it's so like so much it was so serious that it upset me so much that my mom picked me up from school oh wow i i don't remember this um how old were you i would have been 13 14 oh wow so like definitely old enough to remember yeah and i i don't recall this but yeah she told me yesterday she's like yeah that happened and i had to pick you up from school you called me saying how upset you were and i you she said, I left work and came and got you. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and, you know, these things, like I said, just continue to happen over and over again. Um, and now looking the positions we're at with kids two and under, mm -hmm. um, I have every day gone back and looked at something to do with Uvalde um, more than I have any other school shooting. Sure. Because I think we're at that point where it's the what ifs, right? What if it was my kid? What if, you know, that happened at my kid's school? 
these kids were just elementary school kids. Well, I mean, in ten almost ten years ago was Sandy Hook, right? When we were in college, yeah. we were in college. It it was, yeah. It I would say. Uh, it sounds terrible to make this list, so I'm just going to brush through it. But, like, the Virginia Tech shooting probably impacted me the most. It was the one that I most remember as, like, wow, that's terrifying because we were going into college, and it was a it was a college thing that happened, right? And, like, these kids were just going to yeah. lectures, and they weren't paying attention, and, and that's what happened. Yeah. Right? I, here's something crazy. Uh, I hope DeRosa doesn't mind me telling the story, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, his uh, stepdad got him a present when he was going to college. It was a bulletproof clipboard that he could put in his backpack. That should, Jeez. the things like that shouldn't exist. And yeah. it, it wasn't, I don't even know if it was meant to be like, this will protect you from a school shooting, but like, it definitely was like, that's what it was made for. That was yeah. the thing. Like the underlying tones of that is that that's what it was made for. And that's yeah. terrifying. It's terrifying. And then is. Sandy Hook happens and we're in college, so it doesn't necessarily affect us, but it's still like these kids, these elementary school kids were shot and mm -hmm. killed for no reason. And now yeah. 10 years later, we're at this one where it's, you're right. We're in that moment of like, what? It could have been our kids, right? It could have been our kids. Yeah. I know exactly the feeling and love that comes with having a, a, a child and to lose that for nothing for yeah. senseless like it hurts it hurts really really bad it does and i and i keep going back to look at it and i know it's gonna it hurts to look at and i turn it on and look at cnn or whatever i'm looking at then i just turn it right off because i'm like i can't like mm -hmm. i literally almost like well up every time i look because it's like man like I don't know what it's like to be those parents and you know a lot of a lot of shit has come out about that situation and I don't want to want to dig into that too much but there was a lot going on there. Yeah. Um you know a lot of people have different feelings about it. Uh and I, either way it sucks and it's a shitty thing to have to even talk about. Um I think I just did a quick Google search real quick and uh since 2020 I think there's been over 70 school shootings. Yeah. That's I, here's the the worst part is we had one literally 30 minutes from our home. Well, for you, it's two hours, but yeah, for me, like 30 minutes for me in a high school. Yeah. Right. In yeah. October. Yeah. This was not, this was I, seven months ago. Right. We just had one. Like it's terrible how frequent and desensitized. I have made the conscious decision to disassociate from this one because I can't face it right now. I yeah. I physically can't. I cannot. I can't put myself in the emotional place to think about what those parents are actually feeling. It would. Yeah. It is not an exaggeration to say I don't think I could go on. Like I just don't. Right. I don't think I could. It would be. Yeah. It would be so, so hard to even imagine. Like, it, it's just, I have to disassociate. I cannot, I can't do it because I, yeah, I can't feel that pain. And we think about, like, this was for all intents and purposes an adult 
yes, he yeah. was 18. Like in the eyes of some arguments, he was, he was a kid, but like compared to these children, he was an adult. He was yeah. an adult that walked in and did this. A person that is old enough to know better. And not that it excuses the Oxford student. Cause that kid definitely knew better, but like that is just as much on his parents as it is on him. This was somebody right. that made the conscious decision to do this. And I, I can't wrap my head around it. I just can't, can't do it. Yeah. It's yeah. It sucks. And knew that we needed to bring it up some way, even if we just keep saying how much it sucks. Well, I want to ask you, obviously we touched on, Hey, should we, you know, homeschool our kids, things like that. Has this shaped your view of school at all? Yeah. For your, for Cora, for Grayson. Yeah. It's given us, you know, thought like the whole homeschool, this and that, which I, I understand the fear. It's not anything I want to do because the, the social side and the able to be at school with friends, just, helps so much but at what cost right like i'm so glad you said that because so like it's not like katie and i are at the point where we're discussing this truly or anything like that but katie's katie's an elementary school teacher like i don't it's not like our kids would lose any educational value from staying home like katie is literally certified to do this and and there's things that you can go about you can create little pods of like five to six kids that you can homeschool together but like There's no argument for me about the loss of educational value because Katie's literally trained to do this. So it comes down to, I want, I want our kids to experience school just in general. I think you grow, you grow there, your social skills grow there. That's where you learn how to interact with people. That's where you learn like they're in. It's a sometimes a really good time. Sometimes not, but sometimes a really good time, right? Like you want them to experience that, but at what cost, right? Yeah. That's not something I ever thought I'd have to say about sending my kids to elementary school. Right. It's at what risk, right? At yeah. what risk? It's weird. It's weird that we have to even say that. And it's just odd. It's, it's another thing odd that, and sad. I don't know. Like, I have no words other than just another thing that grabs me too. And part of the reason we waited a week is so we could have a rational is not the right word, but at least a collected talk about it. That feeling has not gone away. This is not a knee jerk reaction to a school shooting. This is a pure thought parenting decision that has come across the table for Katie and I, because, and obviously for Kayla and you like, this is this is a parenting decision that we actually have to talk about and think about yeah. and discuss because it's not just a one-time thing. This wasn't this is the second time in 10 years it's happened in elementary school. Just right. in an elementary school. Not yeah. to mention the high school shootings that happen, not to mention any of the other shootings that happen. Like this is twice right. in 10 years it's happened in an elementary school. I, yeah. And I know it's hard to say what we're going to say in the next couple of years in the future, but have you thought about the kinds of talks that you might have to have with Ben? Oh, 
God, I... I'm already thinking of the regular talks you have to have, like, hey, don't talk to strangers, right? Hey, make sure you... Like, we're not even at the point where I can tell Ben to look both ways across the street, and I'm already thinking about all of the warnings that he has to have going out into the world, like, hey, don't talk to strangers. Hey, if somebody's asking you for something on the street, ignore them, walk past them. Like, don't get your, don't put yourself in these positions. Like it is in the same vein as, Hey, look both ways when you cross the street. Right. Right. Don't talk to strangers is literally in the same vein as don't, cross, don't look both ways before you cross the street because you have to, you have right. to, it's too easy. And it, it's, It it is. I don't know if it's nuts. I don't know if this is different. Like maybe somebody in an older generation will listen to this and be like, "Well, we had to have the same talks at the same time with you guys," and, and that might make sense. But I, it feels like there's so much more weight on it right now because of where we're at. Right. Um. And I know, uh, there's a there's an argument to be made about the fact that now because of the internet, we hear about everything, right? It's not just that it's right. happening. We hear about everything. But on the flip side of that, I also think it's happening more because people are hearing about it and copying it, right? It's, right. it's building up on both sides and you have to have those conversations. You have to do it because it goes all the way back to that ignorance piece. We talked about a couple, uh, maybe a month ago now of like, you can't be ignorant anymore. You yeah. can't claim ignorance anymore. You are given all the information possible and you have to make that decision. And this, it, this is just one of those moments and it's, it's fucking awful, Joe. There's no other yeah. way of saying this is fucking awful. Yeah, it is. And it sucks that I'm going to have to have a five-year-old daughter and a six-year-old daughter in a couple of years. And you know, when she starts kindergarten, say, these things happen. It happens now. I don't know what to tell you to not make it not happen. I obviously Katie being a school teacher um, also has taught in some places where school shootings would be statistically more likely is the nice way of saying yeah. that like rural Kansas. Um, and they had actual like detectives and former FBI agents come in and do their school shooter trainings. Um, wow. She's very qualified. Uh, but unfortunately the center of those conversations is just run away, run yeah, far away, get away just as fast as you can run. And we're going to have to teach our kids that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. School shooting training is like, Sure, they'll have active shooter trainings at school, which for a five-year-old is nuts. Right. They do that now. Katie has active shooter trainings yeah. for her five-year-olds. Right? It's not like, hey, the alarm, the fire alarm's going on. Get out of a building window. Like, that is not the way it goes anymore. Yeah. And we're going to have to have those conversations with our kids about what happens if you hear a loud boom in the building. Get out of a window and go. Yeah. They don't know what a gunshot sounds like. They don't know what could be happening. Like you have to prepare them so well to say like, if you hear anything that sounds like a boom or a crack, you, you leave. We'll right. deal with everything and later. Right. Like 
not to mention the repercussions of that of just hypothetically you know let's say you teach a kid you know training in school maybe you play a recording of what a gunshot sounds like in yeah. the middle of this training right then what's to say they don't bring that home the 4th of July, fireworks are going off. Kids start to have panic attacks. Again, this is like hypothetically speaking, but like it's not then a, they don't feel safe in their own home. It's not impossible. You know? Hell, I, right. It sounds really bad, but like we live close enough to a not so nice area. We sometimes hear gunshots. We yeah. also hear fireworks. They don't sound right. too dissimilar. Right. I mean, it's not impossible. Yeah. And to put a five, six-year-old through that kind of trauma of just even having a drill, mm-hmm. saying you have to be prepared for when this happens, is disgusting. And it sticks with them for life, right? Yeah. They immediately grow up less, tr- less trusting of anything. Immediately. You take that away at five yeah. years old. There's no... And I know this might be a little bit like, oh, our kids should be you know, naive, but like, seriously, why should we burden a five-year-old with the responsibility of learning what a gunshot sounds like and knowing what to do if they hear a gunshot? Exactly. Why are, and we, why are we giving that to elementary school kids, even middle school, even high schoolers? Why is a 17-year-old got to know what to do if a gunshot goes off? Right. Like, it doesn't make any... St- I wanted to avoid that sentence. Uh, when talking about this, I wanted to avoid the it doesn't make any sense because I think that right. it's too general and not because in the end it does make sense, right? We understand yeah. the reasoning behind it. The reasoning sucks. The reasoning right. awful. And as a parent, it hurts my heart truly to think and I sit here and have this conversation with you about this because it, it's not how I want to raise my kids. It's not like Mm -hmm. I would, no parent wants to talk to their kids about what happens when a gun goes off. No parent that you just don't, you just don't, you don't want to have to talk about, Hey, like this might happen. Hey, there are bad people out there, right? You just don't want to have that conversation in, This past week was the first time it actually dawned on me that that's a real conversation I'm going to have to have with my kids. And holy hell. I I just, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm strong enough. I mean, obviously I will find the strength because that's what you do as parents. You have to find the strength for your kids. But like sitting here today right now to tell you like the strength it takes to have that conversation is not something I want to muster. Absolutely. Um, It kind of, you know, it's it's weird to say, like, you know, at at this point of where we're at in the world, Kayla and I talk about it every once in a while, was it almost selfish to bring kids into this world, right? Like, Sure. Because there is a lot of fear, not even just shootings, but there's a lot of stuff going on out in the world right now that's, very scary. Was it selfish of us to have to raise our kids in a world where, again, not just shootings and bombings happen, um, but other 
you know, crazy nonsense, disgusting things happen in the world and, and they have to go through it. Can I give you I a little positive spin on that? Something that's that's weighed on me for a while. They're also our best chance of fixing it. Thank goodness. You know, and it, it, it sounds terrible because, and trust me, it's not like I'm going to pawn the responsibility of fixing the world off on my kids. I would never, ever want that. I, right. for the love of God, I'm doing everything that I can to not do that. I, I would love to have it fixed, but like, it is the absolute truth that youth with new ideas often comes up with better ideas. Right. And they're smarter. And every generation smarter and every generation does better and every generation tries to improve a little bit. Right. And so as awful, awful, awful as it sounds growing up in a world where you have to have active shooter trainings is going to make you think, how do I not have this? How do I fix yeah. this problem? This is a problem. I've grown up in it. How do I fix it? Um, and Absolutely. granted, it's not something I'd ever, ever, I wish it never started. I wish it never even got to this point. Um, but young minds are often some of the best at solving the problems to, to fix the things they grew up in, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, hopefully that, that holds and hopefully it falls on the right ears and somebody out there is already ready to do something. Or we're um, gonna end up in the fallout shelters and uh, emerging with our dog meat dogs and uh, walking around uh, <laughs> wasteland, one or the other. Yeah, or the other. Um, yeah, I think I think that that might be a good spot to end it. Let's give them. Let's end on something maybe slightly positive. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Again, we know this is kind of triggering, kind of hard. It's just something that Jared and I needed to decompress and talk about and needed to be brought up on here because that's where we're at in life right now. It's scary. Yeah. Um, we also want to let you know, um, Joe and I, uh, well, Joe's wife is a therapist, so definitely uh, Joe has a little bit rubbed off on him. But while we're not mental health professionals, we do want to be available. So if any parents out there want to talk about this more and want to understand or maybe just get it off their chest joe and i are are always always willing to lend an ear whether that's through our yeah. email we'll go through obviously our socials and things like that but like you can email us at big dead energy pod at gmail.com we are we will if you want to set up a zoom or a discord call with us we'll do that we have our own private discord we can get you in and, and have talks and and chats if, if that's something you want to do just to to work through this and and talk about it uh joe and i are always willing to do that and and uh just shoot us an email, shoot us a direct message on any of our socials, uh, and we'll we'll find a way to to talk it out and uh, and work through it. So if you're struggling with it, need somebody to talk to, Joe and I are here. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Appreciate every one of you. Go hug your kids. Kids, hug your parents. Hug somebody. Uh, let them know that you love them. Um, spread all the love. Oh, yeah. oh, you know that's the big message. Spread all the love. Um, and thanks to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. We appreciate it. And hey, uh, like I said, we're at Big Dead Energy Pod on all of our socials, Big Dead Energy Pod at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to us, talk to us about any of this, um, you can find us there all the time. Um, and uh, we're always, our, at the risk of sounding corny, our DMs are open. So uh, <laughs> I'm, 
actually ask Jake, uh, Jake from Australia. He, uh, that's how we yeah. reach out to him in the first place. Or he reached out to us in the first place too. So work for him and it'll work for you. Uh, if you guys want to talk to us, find us there. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I know this was a heavy episode, but, uh, but an important one nonetheless. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, pick your songs twice before you use them. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.